16 of Tet Zayin of Tzadik, his conversations, 508. He said, when you are making a great effort to pray properly, but you still find you can't, the only thing to do is to say the words in the simplest and most literal way possible, even if it means you say them without the least vitality or enthusiasm. Great, mighty, awesome God, Amida. Just say the words. Carry on like this for a bit. You will probably find that you then experience a great arousal, and you can carry on with genuine enthusiasm, all through saying the words simply. This is why ordinary people who want to pray with inner concentration should avoid hurrying their prayers, because they often experience several different moods in one and the same prayer, now rising and now falling. They may start off with a great effort to concentrate, only to find that afterwards their mind goes off in all directions. When this happens, they should say the words in the simplest manner possible, Great, Mighty, Awesome God. Their enthusiasm will often return. The same thing can happen several times while saying one prayer. When the Rebbe said the words, Great, Mighty, Awesome God, it was like someone speaking with barely any energy, coldly and without the least enthusiasm. Even so, his inner thought was bound to the words in a way that is impossible to describe in writing. With a little intelligence, anyone can find guidance here about what to do when he finds himself unable to pray. And if you can't pray at all, the Rebbe went on, see if you can't say at least a few sincere words from one of the other prayers and supplications. And if you can't even manage this, what can you do? At least you can hope God will help you. 509. Before his journey to the Holy Land, i.e. before attaining the levels he was to achieve later, the Rebbe said to Rav Aaron, the Rav of Breslov, I love you very much indeed, and my blessing to you is that in the next world you should be worthy of understanding my everyday conversations. His wisdom, 239. The Rebbe said, God's ways are not like those of man. When a man makes a garment, he values it most when it is brand new. As it becomes worn and damaged, its value is reduced. But God began by creating an imperfect world. As it is constantly being improved, it becomes more precious to God. In each generation, tzaddikim enhance God's work. At first, there were the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses, The world's value to God is constantly enhanced by this. In the end, the Mashiach will come, and the task will be completed. Then, Tikkun HaOlam, the rectification of the world, will be complete. 240. Reb A. of Teplik told me that the Rebbe once told him not to be a teacher of young children. Reb A. argued that it is said that the Baal Shem Tov taught that it is good to be a teacher. The Rebbe replied, I do not know if the Baal Shem Tov ever really said that. Even if he did say it, it no longer applies. The tzaddik of each generation has the power to erect boundaries and direct the community. I say that the best way to serve God today is by not becoming a teacher. This man told this account to me slightly differently, 
but this is the gist of what he said. The Rebbe was once speaking to one of his followers who was a teacher. The Rebbe asked him, How much do you earn each term? The man specified the amount. The Rebbe calculated how much it came out for each day and showed that it was a very small sum. The Rebbe said, If this is the case, figure out how much you earn each hour. It is a mere trifle. You are being taken away from your own studies and losing your future reward for a mere golden or two. If you are involved in business, you may take a golden or two that is not rightly yours. This is because it is impossible to be exact to the penny at all times, and such accidents do happen. Your customer will certainly forgive you, but if you waste an hour while teaching, your employer will definitely not forgive you. 241. The Rebbe was particularly opposed to those who accepted posts as teachers in cities far from their homes. He spoke of them in the most derogatory terms, saying, To me, a man who takes the teaching post away from home is like a Canaanite maidservant. The Aleph Bet Book, Healing B, 1. No, each and every herb has its own unique power to heal a specific illness. But this is only for a person who did not guard his faith and sexual purity, and did not keep from transgressing, do not despise any man. Avot 4.3 However, when one has complete faith and also maintains sexual purity and fulfills do not despise any man, his cure is not dependent upon particular types of herbs. Rather, he is healed by all food and drink, as in, And he blessed your bread. Exodus 23.25 He does not have to rely upon receiving particular herbs to be cured. 2. By deeply studying the Torah's mysteries, one can bring barren women to bear children and also heal serious disease. 3. Salty things aggravate leprosy, whereas fresh water cures it. This is alluded to in the verse Job 36.27, when he diminishes the drops of water, namely leprosy, which stems from blood overpowering the water in the body. Then... Yazoku matar le'edo, the rain is distilled into his cloud. The word yazoku, distilled, can alternatively be translated as causing harm. 4. Staring at an etrog is a cure for pain of the eyes. Kitzur Likute Moharan 2, lesson number 8. 5. When a neighbor is added to the gathering of Israel, for example... When there is a group of Jews engaging in prayer and one additional soul is added to their group, the number of houses of prayer is thereby increased and magnified. This is because the holy combinations then increase by enormous proportions, and huge numbers of houses are built on an exalted level of holiness, in astronomical figures that are impossible to describe or to conceive of at all. This, in turn, produces great and wondrous delights on high. As a result of all this, sins are forgiven and pardoned, healing is elicited, and all kinds of diseases disappear. 6. Every true leader in every generation possesses a spirit of prophecy. Today as well, though actual prophecy has ceased and such a leader may not literally have the gift of prophecy, Nevertheless, he must have some kind of extraordinary spirit of holiness which other people do not have. 
which is the same concept as the Holy Spirit of prophecy. This prophetic spirit of the true tzaddik and leader mainly refines and purifies a person's imagination, which leads, in turn, to the perfection of holy faith. For a person's faith only achieves perfection to the degree that his imagination has been refined. Therefore, every person must search very hard for a true leader to draw close to, in order that he might attain perfect faith, which means to believe in the renewal of the world, whereby God created his world from absolute nothingness. For it is impossible to understand this concept of the renewal of the world intellectually, but only through the faith that one attains through the true tzaddik. Do not imagine, however, that you can easily merit to draw close to a true leader. In fact, it is necessary to look and to search very hard indeed for such a leader, and to beseech God a great deal that you should be worthy of finding a true leader through whom you can attain perfect faith. The reason is that false leaders also exist, and when a person draws close to them, then, to the contrary, he comes to hold false beliefs. Therefore, a person must search very hard for a true leader, so that he will merit to come to perfect faith through him, because this faith is the essence of everything, and the entire world depends on it. Through this faith, a person merits the renewal of the world in the future, until he attains the melody and the song which will be sung in the future when God renews his world. This song is the melody that will be played on the seventy-two-stringed instrument, and from this song grow all the good fragrances and all the good types of fear of God. This melody is the main reward of the tzaddikim in the future. Fortunate is he who Menachman's stories, the melancholy saint. When lines extend from a central point, the closer they are to the point, the closer they are to one another. The further they extend from the point, the further such lines get from each other. Therefore, when the lines are very far from the point, they are also very far from each other. This is true even though near the central point they are extremely close to each other. If one imagined lines drawn from the earth to the upper spheres, one would see that even if one moved a hair's breadth, the movement would be reflected as a motion of thousands of miles in the upper spheres. It would be in the same ratio as the spheres are higher than the earth. The spheres must be very huge, since there are stars without number, and each star is at least as large as our planet. This is all the more certainly true when one considers the supernal universe, compared to which even the highest astronomical spheres are like nothing. Therefore, the distance between these extending lines in the supernal world is without measure, a movement of less than a hair's breadth, so small that only God can estimate it, can consist of a passage through thousands of universes and thousands of miles in the supernal worlds. How much more is this true when one travels a mile or more to serve God? No eye has seen it. Isaiah 64. Nussin's Letters, Year 1, Letter number 203, With God's Help, Sunday, the day after Yom Kippur, 5596, Nemerov. To my dear, beloved, and learned son, Rabbi Yitzchak, may his light shine. I traveled here from Breslov the Thursday before Yom Kippur. I left a letter there for you with my son, Reb Shachna, may he live. At the moment, there is nothing new to report. 
Thank God I was here for Yom Kippur with Reb Itzela of Heisen and Reb Nachman of Tolchin, and thank God everything was peaceful. We prayed as we wished, and no one said a word. May God have mercy from now on, and may there be peace and truth in the world. I am sending now for my wife to come here with my small children, may they live. While I obviously do not have proper lodgings, I must send for them. I have no sukkah to eat in here either, and I cannot eat in a sukkah at my brother's house, because he himself is in rented quarters. I cannot explain everything. At the present time, it is undoubtedly necessary to draw encouragement just from the kindnesses within the suffering itself, for they are downright miracles. What is more, in several respects, they themselves constitute new developments, kindnesses, and great miracles even more than the favors contained in them, so that I hope to leave the troubles behind completely and soon to return safely to my home. Right now, nothing is preventing me from prayer and study, just worries and internal distractions. And to repel these, a person must constantly be fighting. For even now, all the distractions and fears which trouble us are all really for naught. This is particularly the case during prayer, because thinking about these things when we should be thinking about something else, God forbid, certainly serves no useful purpose at all. In this area, every person must battle constantly to settle his mind and banish from his thoughts all his worried musings and preoccupations. The most crucial time for this is when a person is praying, because it is precisely then that all the distracting thoughts come forth and begin to make themselves heard. See Likutei Moharan 1, 37. Rebbe Nussan's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 453. Warm greetings to all our beloved, fine comrades, to each one of them according to his own high level. Greetings in particular to my venerable friend, the illustrious man of standing, Rebdov Ber, may his light shine, and to his precious sons and offspring, as befits each one of them, may they attain ascendancy and honor. Greetings as well to my learned friend, the illustrious man of standing, Rebzvi Hirsch, may his light shine, and to his precious sons and offspring, as befits each one of them, may they live. In particular to his son Yechiel, May his light shine, along with his wife and children, may they live. Regarding the Sefer Torah, you should know that it has already been completed, thank God. There only remain thirty more columns to be written, for which he, the scribe, needs to receive six new rubles. And these six new rubles remain with your honorable person. For I only received fifty-four new rubles from your honor, besides the five new rubles for the proofreader. Your honor also owes one new ruble for candles which I gave you this winter, besides the wages for writing. Out of these six new rubles, I was forced to lend him one new ruble for Pesach. I therefore have coming to me two new rubles from you, and the remaining five new rubles you should give directly to the scribe when he comes home, God willing, to finish the Sefer Torah at the beginning of this summer. Thus, your honor should send me two new rubles immediately. You should give them to Reb Avraham Ber, and he will send them to me right away. If you also want to send me some further sum for Pesach expenses, so much the better. You will receive a double reward from heaven. Please do as I ask at once. 
God willing, you will reap great satisfaction from the Sefer Torah, and your charity will stand you in good stead forever. Greetings as well to my in-law, the illustrious Reb Peretz, may his light shine, and to Reb Avraham Leib, may his light shine, along with all of his children, may they live, to his granddaughter, may she live, and to his son-in-law, may he live. And warm greetings to the illustrious man of standing, my friend Reb Yaakov, son of Reb Tzvi, may his light shine, and to all his family, may they live. It would be right to address him directly, but time does not allow. He should be sure to send money for the study hall and also to me for my expenses for the festival. May God send him blessing in double the amount. Amen. May it be his will. Greetings to my learned friend, Reb Moshe Malamed. May his light shine. Your father, your mother, and your own family, praise God, are alive and well, and send their greetings. I am confident that you are working to help me with all your might, but I just wanted to give you some extra encouragement. Most likely, some money for me is already on its way from you, but there is certainly more which could be collected with some effort. Therefore, do not be remiss in the least about this matter, because my situation is extremely tight, now in particular. May God have mercy and send salvation soon. Be happy and rejoice in the joy of the holy festival, and relate God's praises and wonders. The more one elaborates on them, the more one is blessed with kindnesses. Send greetings to all our comrades with a great love. Shemot HaTzadikim Rabbi Chia Stam Hu Rabbi Chia Raba Rav Chia Bar Ashi Rabbi Chia Bar Asi Rav Chia Bar Rav Rabbi Chia Bar Abba HaKohen Rabbi Chia Bar Abba Bar Achte De Bar Kapara Rabbi Chia Bar Ada Rabbi Chia Bar Ada Rav Ada De Minyafo Rabbi Chia Bar Avya, Rav Chia Bar Avin Nagra, Rav Chia Bar Yosef, Rabbi Chia Bar Papa, Rav Chia Bar Rav Huna, Rabbi Chia Bereid Rav Huna, Rav Chia Bar Ami, Rabbi Chia Bereid Rabba Bar Nachmani, Rabbi Chia Bar Nachmani, Rabbi Chia Bar Rav Nachman, Chia Bar Nechemia, Rabbi Chia Bar Minhama, Rabbi Chia Bar Rav Midifta, Rav Chia Aricha, Rabbi Chia Bar Chinina, Rabbi Chia Ish Kfar Ako, Rabbi Chia Mechigra, Rabbi Chia Bar Maira, Rabbi Chia Barav Matna, Rabbi Chia Bar Zarnuki, Rabbi Chia Prudaa, Rabbi Chia Bereid Rav Yitzchak, Rabbi Chia Bereid Rav Yitzchak Atishaya, Rabbi Chia Mehurmin, Rabbi Chia Bar Luliani, Rabbi Chia Bar Abinatan, Rav Chia mi Vastenuya, Rabbi Chia bar Gamda, Rabbi Chia Baruna, Rabbi Chia bar Yehuda, Rabbi Chia bar Zaza mi Kisrin, Rabbi Chia bar Maza, Rabbi Chia bar Avuya, Rabbi Chia Avoy, Rabbi Chia Dikfar Tchumen, Rabbi Chia bar Shabtai, Rabbi Chia bar Amram, Rabbi Chia bar Acha, Aviv shall Rabbi Acha. Rabbi Chia Bereid Rav Yeva, Rabbi Chia Bar Zeiri, Rabbi Chia Bar Yaakov, Chia Bar Ukva, Rabbi Chia Bar Titas, Rabbi Chia Kara, Rabbi Chia Bar Yanai, Rabbi Chia Katusfa'a, Rabbi Chia Bar Gurya, Rabbi Chia Ditsiporin, Rabbi Chia Bar Tanku. prayers too. 
Prayer number 34 on the Kutei Muharan 2, 71. Have compassion on me, save me, and help me give a great deal of charity, in particular on behalf of the land of Israel. May I always engage in charity and kind deeds, in particular charity for the land of Israel. This may involve donating my own money beyond my means for the land of Israel, or working assiduously to raise many donations for the land of Israel to support the worthy poor who live there in utter poverty, lacking all things, without bread or clothing in their homes. Master of the world, you know their great affliction and suffering. They are literally bloated from hunger. Their skin is shriveled on their bones, as dry as wood. You who are filled with compassion, you who have mercy on the poor, have compassion on them and on us. Help us engage a great deal in charity for the land of Israel in ultimate truth, without any ulterior motives or extraneous thoughts of self-aggrandizement at all. Help us and save us, so that we will strengthen the hands of the wretched poor, the worthy impoverished people who dwell in the Holy Land, the land of Israel. As a result of our doing so, may the pathways of our heart be opened to receive the flames of holy love, so that our heart will burn fervently and yearn for you with great love and intense desire. As a result of this charity, may I form a vessel to receive the abundance of supernal pleasantness with great holiness and purity, until I feel the pleasantness and wondrous sweetness of your holy Torah. Eradicating Lusts May all of my lusts be eradicated, in particular the lust for sexual relations and the love of women. May it all be nullified by means of the love of holiness that you will grant me in your vast compassion, which is drawn from supernal pleasantness. May the pleasantness of Hashem our God be upon us. May He establish the work of our hands for us, and may He establish the work of our hands. One thing have I asked of Hashem, that which I seek. May I sit in the house of Hashem all of the days of my life, to gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem and visit in His palace. Help me, my children, and your entire nation, the house of Israel, so that we will parent many generations. May your nation, the Jewish people, increase like the sand of the sea that cannot be measured or counted, because it is so many. Have compassion on us, shield us, guard us, and help us, so that we will engage in marital relations with great holiness and purity. Help us and rescue us, so that our impetus to engage in marital relations will not come from evil love, from fallen love, heaven forbid. Rather, may all of our impetus for marital relations be drawn from the abundant flow of supernal pleasantness, from the holy love that comes from that supernal pleasantness by means of the vessel of charity. May we engage in marital relations with great holiness and modesty, with humility, awe, fear, and trembling. May we not consider the benefit to our body at all. Rather, may our intent be solely for your name and honor, in order to fulfill your mitzvot, in order to parent healthy children who will serve you and fear you, and in so doing, increase your honor in the world. May all of our children and all of our generations engage in your Torah and your mitzvot and perform your will always. May we magnify and promulgate your honor in the world and complete the purpose of creation, which was solely to reveal your great and holy honor. Attaining the Consciousness of the Land of Israel 
As a result of all this, may we attain the consciousness of the land of Israel, which is called pleasantness, and rectify all of the consciousness of the rest of the world, which is called wounding. May the consciousness of the rest of the world be subsumed into the consciousness of the land of Israel. May the consciousness of the rest of the world be rectified, until all consciousness will be on the level of the consciousness of the land of Israel. As a result, may great peace be drawn into the world. In your vast compassion, grant peace to your nation, the Jewish people, forever, and nullify every type of dispute from the world. Raise honor from its exile. May people no longer pursue honor, but flee from it. May everyone truly honor others with love, fraternity, and great peace. May all of us, we, all of our companions, and your entire nation, the House of Israel, be of one mind. Give us one heart and one path to fear you and do your will, and return to you in ultimate truth. Help, shield, and save us and the entire Jewish people, so that the blemished consciousness associated with the rest of the world will not be able to damage the consciousness of the land of Israel, heaven forbid, by fomenting dispute in the land of Israel, heaven forbid. To the contrary, help us and save us. May the consciousness of the land of Israel grow mightier and stronger and completely rectify the consciousness of the rest of the world so that all of the consciousness outside the land of Israel will be transformed into the consciousness of the land of Israel.